0: And welcome to the Lipsticks Podcast, where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell, and the absolutely wonderful lady, Jess Peace. We are your go-to podcast for all round, good, honest, gay chat. I think that was a bit long-winded. But anyway, each week we will discuss a particular issue, topic, in the LGBTQ plus community. We'll draw on our own experiences, what people are saying in the community, and we'll just have a general natter and, and chit chat basically. Um, we have a certain format. So um, each week we'll also share an interesting um, article from the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus, sorry community. We obviously have our gay made up word of the week, And um, we have, I nearly forgot about our most fabulous Shining the Gay Spotlight on a individual brand organization doing something awesome for our community. Hello, Jess.
1: Hey, Sarah, how are you?
0: Well, I should have said that we were doing a wine cast, aren't we? We are doing a wine cast. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Cheers. Cheers to you. I was sat trying not to giggle at you then because this is also the first time that we've been able to see each other whilst we're recording.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we normally don't have videos on and I don't know whether it's a bad or good thing because Jess, you just make me want to laugh all the time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just my
1: face, I'm sorry. And, um, it's not your face. My laptop's decided it wants to do that thing where it tries to take off. So if, if it's a bit loud, I do apologise. But
0: Oh, is it making that really
1: loud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you just hear what I said? No, but Did you hear what <laughs> I said? Did you say fanny?
1: <laughs> I said fanny noises instead of fan noises. <laughs> My fanny does not sound like that. <laughs> Maybe we don't guys? do another wine cast. Favorite is Bionic. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, right. I feel
1: like this this episode
0: is going to be interesting, Jess, isn't serious it? Serious head
1: on, getting serious head on.
0: Uh, always got my serious head on. You hear yeah,
1: this laptop? Um, so
0: in the I can't hear it at all, Jess. Don't okay, <laughs> um, so yes, <laughs> in the UK right now, we are currently in a lockdown, but our gracious. Boris Johnson, or some people like to call him Bojo. Great. um He's going to be announcing. Huh? All right, I'm just going to crack on because otherwise, right, this podcast, this episode is just not going to okay. get done, is it? Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, so he's announcing, isn't he, um his roadmap and timeline for getting out of this shit, isn't he? So fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> yes. I'm here for it. Yes, I'm ho- I'm hoping something positive is going to come out of tomorrow. Um, yes, I was just having a little giggle because I feel like the last maybe like seven, eight episodes of this show, you've gone in the UK. We're currently in a lockdown. <laughs>
0: but yeah, let's say positive. I want to reiterate.
1: Yes, I we're want positive. to
0: reiterate that fact that
1: we <laughs> We're still in a lockdown.
0: Yes, I want to reiterate that we're still in a lockdown and it's been some time, so, you know. Anyway, um, so this week we're doing a bit of a serious... And I don't know, it might end up a bit ranty, mightn't it? Um,
1: I think so, but it, it, I think if it's important to us, it's worth talking about.
0: Yes, definitely. Um, And what we are going to be talking about is when you go through the transition. I don't know why I did jazz hands there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the transition! So it's probably so, worth explaining what you mean by the word transition right now.
0: Yes, yes. So basically, what I mean when I say transition is that, so when you have lived as gay, queer, um, or however you identify, um, so when you've lived that life or you've lived that way for a while and you sort of pick up on things that um, are happening around you or experiences in the past that really don't sit right with you and you're thinking why oh why did that happen why did I feel this way why did that stuff happen like that and I'm calling it a transition because you sort of I don't know like you've you just You just come to like a realisation, don't you, that like we've come a long way uh, when it comes to like the LGBTQ plus community, but we've still got a much further to go. And yes, and the transition is the best way to explain it.
1: Yeah, I reckon so. I think it's just that like acknowledging that the way that you once thought or felt about something, the way that you processed it is now different because you are part of that community that it kind of impacts on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. yeah, I think that's a great topic.
0: Mm. So, um, should we just dive in then? Get on, then. <laughs> Go on then. Go, Go on, on then. Go on then. So, <laughs> I suppose I, I can start things off and sort of, um, yeah, so basically this idea came from, so I was watching Modern Family mm-hmm. the other day and... I love Modern Family and I know I'm late to the game because I've only just started watching it and it's been around for donkeys. Um, But I really like it and it's, yeah, it's an amazing show. However, there was an episode where something didn't quite sit right with me and I'd love to get your opinion on this. So um, within Modern Family, there is um, uh, a couple. So there are two gay men who are together. Um and it's addressed actually quite well how um that they, they're not married because they're not allowed, um, which is yeah. Um I don't know if that's still the case now, but it was when that um episode went live and, yeah. and what have you. And they decide to adopt a a child because they want a family. Um and so the child is. I'm not very good at guessing children's ages, so I'm gonna <laughs> guess it around like four or five. Okay. Um, and she basically comes out to the um, so comes out to the to her parents and also grandma. I think yes, her grandma. And a big thing is made of it. Like so, she basically she thinks she's gay because her. Uh, her parents are and it's quite cute actually because when she talks about it she says um I've got a friend and his parents are from Italy so I'm Italian and so she is saying my parents are gay so I'm gay <laughs> and it was quite cute yeah. in that sense um and obviously they explained how And the the explaining thing was really well and really well handled. But the thing that didn't sit right with me was like how this big thing was made of her saying that she was gay in the first place. Um, Like to me, and I don't know whether I live in this hippie like world. And it sort of leads on to, you know, where we've talked about comp het so compulsory heterosexuality, yes. where being straight is the norm, yeah. it sort of like leads into that. And it was yes. just like, why are you? Why is there this big thing? Like, if she said that, oh, I fancy this boy in my class, it'd be like, oh, that's cute. Move on, um, sort of thing. But it's like she said that she was gay, and this big thing had to be made. Of it. And I was just like, oh, like I don't know. I don't know if I agreed with it, basically. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of, <laughs> a, bit of a tricky one. <laughs> because I'm thinking, like, so you said that this, this child was, like, four or five. Hmm. So quite young. Um, yeah. And I guess, like, I mean, when you know, you know, right? If you're questioning, you're questioning. But I think probably the way that it was maybe taken was... I mean, I don't know, I've never actually seen the show. Was it more that she was younger and saying that? Or was it just because she'd said she was gay?
0: Well, it might have been. I mean, you bring a good point there because I didn't really think about
1: the, the age. Because, just, I mean, so, yeah, like how. just to clarify, I don't think it matters. I don't think that matters. Yeah. I think. But to
0: me, it was like, it was more so like, yeah, it so show. It. it's like, why do you, well, mm. it was just like, why do you think you're gay? why yeah. Why is this why do you think and it was I suppose it was that question of it and and the fact that um so the young girl's in the back of um her grandma's car and she's pulling out and she says it like I'm gay grandma or something like that so she pulls back onto the drive and then goes in to the parents to address it I think that was
1: the thing okay. but,
0: do you know what I mean so it's
1: more like, like it a reaction to it and i'm yes. guessing also this kind of um impression that there needs to be an explanation like for you to have decided that you're getting there needs to be an explanation as to like why you feel that way whereas if it had been yeah. fancy a boy in my class it wouldn't have been asked
0: yeah or I if don't. it was like oh, i fancy this boy it'd be like oh who who is the boy like, yeah what's his name like
1: it yeah, was was like with like, sort of my nieces and nephews or, like, my friends' children, when they've been like, oh, I've got a boyfriend or I've got a girlfriend. I've never come at it from, like, a gay or straight angle. I'm just like, all right, what's the name? How did you get together kind of thing? And just, they're kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, just just play to it. Yeah. Be nice to them. Madness. Yeah. Now, I understand just, that. I, yeah. I think I would have felt and that I suppose, honest. And I suppose it's just,
0: like, Things like that that happen happen all the time, and um I think we sort of spoke uh, we spoke about it before coming on to this podcast to record. How you were saying that um friends? So we have Carol and Susan, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're the gay couple in Friends, and I didn't realise this, but huh? I just thought.
1: Sorry, I just thought of something that I didn't think about before.
0: Oh. <laughs> Uh, you're you did a shocked face. I was like, oh, yeah. gosh, have I done a? Surely I've not done a spoiler alert because Friends has been around for a long time yeah. and people have watched it.
1: Uh, but yeah,
0: no. So Carol and Susan are the um are the lesbian couple there. But you told me that like the actors are actually straight,
1: and that's another thing. I believe so. Yeah. So I was thinking earlier today. I was I was cleaning. I had Friends on in the background. I've seen it so many times. Um, And I remember actually, I was saying to you before we started recording that um, obviously that show came out in like 94. I'm a 93 child. So I kind of grew up with it and I've watched it on repeat ever since. And I remember thinking how cool it was that there was this lesbian couple who got married. They got married and they had a long, happy, successful relationship. as two women, two equal counterparts who, you know, had um, very healthy male relationships in their lives as well with friends and things like that. And how great that that was, to have been sort of exposed to that really early on. Um, and I was thinking about, oh, what a great role model for, like, young, you know, young gay women. Um, or just in general, just anybody within this community to, like, show that that's, you know, it is, it's normal and it should be. Um, and then when I read into it, um, there was a lot of negativity surrounding one of the actresses who plays Susan. In that her family was sort of unhappy with her playing a gay woman. At that time, um, and I thought, oh, like how mm. sad that that was the thing. But I've just remembered whilst we were talking about it in Friends, there's there's this whole thing of Ben, so Ross and Carol and Susan's little boy having a Barbie doll, and it was seen as this like, oh, well, if you let him play with Barbies, he's going to be gay. He's going to grow up and he's going to be gay. Like it was this massive thing. Yes. And the only person that had an issue with that was the dad, and everybody else was really supportive of, of this of the boy playing with this doll. And it was only him that had this issue with it. And I think
0: And that I think you've picked up on an, Yeah. And you've just picked up on another issue there as well. And it's like, why are people so worried for their children to be gay? Or there's another one as well where it's like, um, where people are like, Oh, I don't want people to think I'm I'm gay. I don't want people yeah. to think I'm a gay man, I don't want people to think I'm a gay woman. Why? Why don't you want people, why is that such a bad thing? If someone thinks that you're gay, why is that, why why is that bad? That's another thing that strikes me. Like, are you yeah. saying that because I'm gay, I should be a bit ashamed of that? Like, why are you getting embarrassed if someone thinks
1: that that's just crazy as well? Like, what is that about? It's such like a, a nature nurture thing, I think, because on this, I feel like, So I've said before that I started questioning probably quite early on. And if I'm going to be totally honest, I wasn't really honest with myself. Um, So I knew that that attraction was there or there was like this um, inquisitiveness around women. But then when I had a chance to sort of act on that, never really wanted to. And I kind of suppressed it for a while. Um, But I would quite happily sort of tell my friends that they you know, were attractive or that they looked sexy or whatever else. Or said somebody was nice, had girl crushes, if you like um it turned out it was just women that I thought were fit um but I remember when I first came out when I was then complimenting like my female friends I would find myself saying like not in a gay way as if I felt this need to kind of address that me uh... saying that you're attractive is different to me saying that I am attracted to you do you know what I mean like yeah it's not that I was ashamed of yeah. that in any sense because once I'd like embraced it, that that's who I was I was like really happy with it um but i think that idea that now that means that you know like i know a lot of people seem to think that if you fancy women you fancy all women so spoiler alert i don't fancy all women just as when i fancy guys i don't fancy all guys but i i feel like there's that need to be like you know not in a gay way and you see you see it with guys too sometimes they're like you know i've got a man crush or not in a gay way but i think that man's really attractive it's this need to like kind of initiate that there is a difference because because what is where's the negativity in saying yeah. somebody's attractive madness yeah and it's just about like yeah
0: it it is madness isn't it and 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 like going back to your point about. When when you're when you come out, it's like oh, you fancy all women then, and it's like well, of course not. Like yeah. when you're straight, you don't fancy everyone of the same sex. But mm. I used to. Um, so being completely honest, when I was younger, there was like rumors going around that there was this girl that was was gay, mm. um, and the idea was like oh, does she fancy me? Like is she looking at me? And it's like what? Why? Why? Yeah. Why? And it, again, it's just. It's just questioning, isn't it? And another thing that I think about was when I first came out or first realised um, I was so nervous at telling um, work. So at the time, I was working at an agency, and I was terrified of telling clients because I thought, "What if they? What if they're not accepting of <laughs> gay people?" Um, and yeah. another thing as well was like I would always. Beyond on the dating apps because I didn't want to go and ask a person um like at the bar because I didn't want to offend them and I'm thinking why am I thinking these thoughts this is crazy and it's not until you sort of you've lived a bit in in like as as you want to that you start actually questioning these past experiences
1: or or stuff and it's just like I don't know <laughs> it's so interesting that you say that because I feel like, I don't know if this is a wrong way to think about it. I don't know if this is going to make me sound like an absolute knobhead. But in terms of like, I've never really been one for like chatting people up, but also I've pretty much always been a relationship person. There's been very sort of minimal time in between relationships, to be fair. Um, But I feel like, and I mean, my mum was saying this to me actually a couple of weeks back. She was like, well, there was nothing that sort of signaled that you might be gay, but you've always just seen everybody very equally. She was like, so when you were like friendly, maybe overly so when you were flirting and things, it was always with men and women, like there's never been like a shut off thing. And I feel that like that's true. So like when you were saying that if somebody sort of found out that there was a girl that was gay or whatever, they might think, oh, well, what if they fancy me? When I found out like a girl was gay as a very sort of closeted by girl, I was like, I'm gonna go and talk to her a bit more. I'm gonna go and see what that's about. Um, and it wasn't really like a thing of that expectation that they would fancy me because I, I don't think that at all in any sense of it. But it's just that thing of like, what if, what if, like they've not come out yet and they just want to talk to somebody who's not going to be like, oh, well, you might fancy me. Do you know what I mean? Does that make any sense? Or yeah. I have too much work? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's no, it makes complete sense. Too. I think, like. I guess sort of when you're in marketing pretty much a lot of what you do is on social media and you know whether that's connecting with clients or people that you work with and things like that and I think again probably similar to you at first I was kind of like not really sort of that vocal about being a gay person or a queer person was kind of just Mm. wouldn't really acknowledge it or speak about it um and then actually probably it's probably through actually working with people that were so open about being gay that that changed for me. Um, so I've been quite lucky in that, like, mm. every place of work that I've been at, I've always had a really good, like, gay best friend there, which is it, which is really, really nice. I mean, I know a lot of people are probably aren't as fortunate, but um, I think in my first sort of proper agency role, I obviously was really good friends with him, and still am with Zach. Um there was a number of uh, queer people at the last place I worked at, and all were really lovely and welcoming and accepting. And then where I currently work, I remember when I was looking at um, taking different job offers, um, somebody that I'm now really, really close to, and I love her to bits, was so openly, vibrantly gay on her social media that I thought, I know that that's going to be a place of work, that I'm going to be respected, and where, you know, it's celebrated being queer, and that's such a nice thing. But perhaps it was something that maybe beforehand, I never really thought about, sadly never really thought about so it
0: sounds sounds like to me that um so like me and you have had very different experiences and it sounds like you were probably more exposed to um the lgbtq plus community from a young age and and growing up so maybe for you the transition was like earlier on or more progressional or like it's always been a part of you whereas for me because I didn't even I didn't even start thinking about the fact that I could be with another woman until I was 23 do you know what I mean and I've lived so like so I feel like it's been more of a set thing for me because I was probably a bit later to the game and because now (laughs) related to the gay game and now because I'm more because 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 I'm a gay gay woman and I identify as a lesbian I I pick up on stuff now and when things don't fit feel quite right or I question about how I thought in the past or my experiences and and even stuff now that gets said and and you don't want to come across as the um like the the raging lesbian that hates all all men because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that at all. But <laughs> but there's so many times where something's said to me and it does grind my gears and it's yeah. just like like who's the man in the relationship? Oh, um oh or you're too you're such a waste. It's such a waste that you're gay. Mm. Or like lots of lots of these things or yeah, Like one. writing off the
1: huh? favourite one is when you get married who's gonna wear the dress. <laughs>
0: Oh God.
1: Like I yeah. oh. <laughs> i was exactly. going to one of my mum's friend's wedding when I was like nine or ten years old and I said I wouldn't go unless I could wear a suit. And I got a suit. Like it, it was powder blue. It was fucking amazing. But yeah, it does sound like our experiences have been different. I think like I have always been brought up around queer people. Like a lot of my friends are queer what a lot of my mum's friends were queer um and yeah I've never really spoken about before but both my parents are queer as well um and I think probably I started having that realization when I was around maybe 15 um there was just something where I was like oh that's interesting but I didn't want to act on it for some reason and I didn't for years and I didn't come out properly until I was what 24 um and accepted my labels as it were last year so I've it's been quite like it's been something that's gradually sort of progressed in a probably a different way. I was probably an ally first and then accepted myself as a queer person. But I think like you say, like there's things when you accept yourself that you're queer, you just see very, very differently. And it's like you've been exposed to this whole other world that you didn't understand before
0: yeah and and I feel like in the past I I probably couldn't say that I was an ally, ally because I wasn't part of that community I, I just it was the education I suppose I yes. just didn't know I didn't know about it and now because I am part of the community of course I'm an ally and it's mm-hmm. just I feel for me like I've had my eyes open in a very <laughs> lame way like and I know that sounds corny as, I don't think it's corny lame. as fuck but I generally feel that like the more but it's like anything and it's not just related to the LGBT world the more I learn about the world the more you realize that things are really not perfect and there is a lot of shit that goes on and yeah yeah is... and you've got to pick your battles haven't you I suppose
1: absolutely and I do think that the more you're exposed to something the more normal it becomes so I remember seeing a few years back um that Apparently, and this is apparently, it's very generalizing, it's just something that I read once, was that people who have symmetrical faces are usually seen as being more attractive because scientifically we know I've that read that. everything is equal. But then also on the flip side of the coin, you're more likely to think somebody is attractive the more that you see them. So like you learn, like you're more likely to accept ah, the more you're exposed yeah. to it. So I think it comes back to things like nurturing, so the fact that I was around so many queer people probably meant, yeah, I maybe did have a bit of a different attitude, but that's then different to the idea that because I was around so many queer people, that that has made me gay. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Like, so this yeah. idea, yeah, that, yeah. like the modern family thing, the idea that because the little girl had gay parents that she would then become gay is different to being exposed to it and knowing and accepting that this is normal and it is something that people just are and that should yes. be celebrated it's different it's not causation it's not correlation yes. and it's <laughs> it's just one of those things no and it's just i think it's
0: i think it's the fact that it's like you're aware that cuz yeah, I I do think if compet wasn't such an issue in uh, society and like we would have more people that are more experienced in their sexuality and there yeah. would be less closeted people and people would feel more free and it wouldn't be so much of a taboo subject and stuff. But um, but I feel like um, yes, I feel like we've addressed that topic quite well.
1: I do. I thought that was quite nice. That's um, I-
0: shall I move? Huh? I
1: thought it was a nice topic.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely, definitely. Shall I move on to this week's news article? Yes, please. So this news article stood out to me. Um, Are you ready for the shocking, shocking title? Go on. MI6 chief apologizes for past ban on LGBT staff. <sighs> Shock horror Jeff. Um, <laughs> the chief of the Secret Intelligence Service, also known as the MI6, didn't know they had two names, um, has publicly apologised for it, it, its historic treatment of LGBT people. Richard Moore said a security bar on LGBT staff until 1991, so not even that long ago, had been wrong, unjust, and discriminatory. Can't ever say that word. Discriminatory. (laughs) In a video posted on Twitter 30 years after the ban was lifted, he said it had also been counterproductive. MI6 deprived ourselves of some of the best talent Britain could offer, he said. Ugh. The MI6 chief has chosen LGBT History Month to offer both praise and con. con- tri- I don't know how to say that word, Jess.
1: How is it spelled?
0: <laughs> C-O-N-T-R-I-T-I-O-N.
1: No. Move on. <laughs> I've,
0: never, I've never heard... Hang on, I am going to Google this. um, Because I feel like this is a... I, I want to say this. Uh, oh, okay. So, contrition or contrition uh, is the, the state of feeling remorseful and penitent. Oh, okay. Penit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, to those who were wronged by the ban. So, I mean, I didn't even realize that was even a thing, Jess. I didn't know that there was a ban on LGBT staff in MI6. And what fucking tosses. <laughs>
1: Does out of wine. So I have two thoughts on this. I have two thoughts on this. Well, I have three thoughts on this. Oh, she's oh, got three. Thought. My first thought is about how when you're filling out application forms for things for work and they ask what your sexuality is, like they ask what your sexual orientation is. And I don't know how I feel about that because part of that could be to be more inclusive, but there might be some yeah. organizations who use it for the other reason. And I don't think that's fair. My second thought on this is that, and it's more poking fun, so please don't take this seriously, but gays are really good at keeping secrets. (laughs) So you think it'd be more fitting. And then the third one is that we're not so secretive because apparently you can tell a gay person by how they dress. So if I rocked up in my rolled up jeans, it'd be very obvious that was gay, but I think I could still make a really good secret agent just saying.
0: Do you think you'd make a good secret agent, Jeff?
1: I think I would, you know, right? If I watched... <laughs>
0: well, Co- I... This...
1: No, no, you carry no. on. <laughs> and it's alright, go on. No, I want to know. I, I asked you. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you think you'd make a good secret agent? I think I would. Um, I, not many people know this, but I'm obsessed with, like, Sherlock Holmes, but also, like, Tomb Raider vibes. I just think whenever I watch a film like that, I convince myself that I can crack any code, that I'd be really good in stealth mode. I'd look great <laughs> rolling around with the gun. I just think it'd be great. I just think I'd be really good in
0: creation. <laughs> I, I have faith in you, Jess. I do. Um, and yeah, and you make some very, very good points. I know that some were just po- uh, poking fun, but yeah, I just, uh, when I read read this title i didn't even i didn't like it's that is so discriminatory like why why is there a ban what what is that about like i don't understand just that. because you're gay doesn't mean that you can't crack a code or <laughs> i don't know i think i know that they do a lot more than cracking code just, <laughs> just <laughs> out
1: there. um i just think that there are certain things there are certain factors And I'm trying not to be triggered by recent conversations within our industry. There are certain factors which do not fucking determine how well you can do your job. So things like if you are male, female, non-binary, if you are attracted to same sex, opposite sex, whether you don't know what you're attracted to, whether you're attracted to tables. I don't think it makes a difference. I think there are certain things, your (laughs) beliefs, how you look, how you present yourself, like they just don't make a fucking difference to you doing the job.
0: Am I right? No. And uh, you are right. And you are <laughs> right. And I know that it's been addressed now and he is letting, so the chief is letting LGBT, but the fact that I was saying um, MI6 deprived ourselves of some of the best talent Britain could offer. That's not the issue here, mate. The issue is that like you, you didn't allow LGBT people to be part, and it's just so you don't you don't oh I'm just I feel like I need to move on because I'm just I'm a bit triggered by this because it pisses me off it does piss me off too right can you lighten the subject please Jess I can this week. made up word of the week made up word of the week
1: so this week, <laughs> don't laugh at my singing. <laughs> so I love your singing. this That's not how I really sing, but we're not going to bring that here. There's no need for that. My words for this week, because I thought it was kind of fitting in terms of like the transitional conversation that we've been having, is yester gay. And this is apparently somebody who was previously gay and now is magically straight. And I have questions about this. Like, I oh, yes. understand it do the me. other way around. I understand the other way around of previously thinking you were straight and then being like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I don't... Is it possible to do it the other way around? Do you think you could think you're gay but actually be straight? I do There must be, but I don't know how... I don't think so because... I spe-
0: For me, I, so- I think if if you have been in a relationship with a someone of your same sex and then that ends and then you um end up with someone of the opposite sex that doesn't then make you not gay or doesn't make you and this is yeah. the issue i think with having like labels isn't it like yes it's just about experiences at the end of the day like don't get me wrong it's a fun word and when you said um yesterday <laughs> i had that uh, yesterday
1: Yesterday, yesterday, yeah, so yes, <laughs> that is that is
0: the song that I was singing <laughs> in my head. Um, but I don't think I I can't fathom this. Like how? Yeah, because all experience are valid. Everything that's happened in your past,
1: like, mm. so like when it comes to relationships, I'm saying this actually. So you will know this, Sarah. But in my previous relationship. I remember thinking at the time that because I'd only ever fancied one woman, but yet multiple men, that it was just this one person. So I figured once that had ended, if I then went to men, that not that I would be straight, but that I would be bisexual with a preference to men. Do you know Mm. what I mean? That didn't happen. Yeah. I now have a preference for women. That is. (laughs) But it could have been, because I remember remember people being like, so was it just that one girl or? Are you are you gay then? Are you into women? What's going off? Interesting.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I got the same question. So when I had my first girlfriend, they were like, is this you now? Are you gay now? Like, is this you? Is this is this me? And I was just like, Well, firstly, I'm Sarah. And I've not been <laughs> uh, joking aside. No, um, for me, I was just like, Well, one, I'm in a relationship with someone where i i'm invested and obviously when you're in a relationship with someone you can't really think um like yeah you don't think um, the end of that, do you no i mean don't get me wrong my first my first girlfriend um like yeah um it did end um <laughs> and, and i moved on um but that question was i like, always Another thing, one of those questions that I, is, are you gay now? And I know it was just that like inquisitive, and they didn't mean anything malicious in it at all. Mm. Um, but I was just like, I, I don't really know. Like, I'm just
1: gonna have to see what happens. If you said that to a see. straight person. Are you sure you're straight? How do you know? Yeah, have you ever had sex with someone in the same sex? I don't know. So you, uh, say so, so you have a boyfriend. And this is it, it now. You're just, just dating men. <laughs> this is <laughs> this this it. it? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry for you. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like obviously poking fun aside, it is one of those really odd questions. Like yeah. I, I would think I was saying to someone the other day. It might have even been you. I don't know what planet I was on, but I was talking about like I've not fancied a man for like three years, but I still know I'm attracted to men. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not as much, but still, yeah. it's there. Uh, not as much. <laughs> um, right. Uh,
0: you, you've got the big gay spotlight. I have.
1: <laughs> I was laughing in the, oh, I don't know what episode it was. But you, <laughs> you were just like jess has got a big gay spotlight <laughs> just um
0: yeah whenever yeah, i so. say it i just imagine you walk along with your spotlight like,
1: hmm. okay. <laughs> um, i do have a big gay spotlight. gay <laughs> stop it um i do have a big gay spotlight and this week i'm going to shine on somebody within our industry as well so in marketing and I just want to kind of put out there that this person I do not know much about. Um, I do know that they are part of this community, but I'm not sure in what sense of. So I'm not sure if they're an ally or if they're a gay person, what they identify as. Um, but it's somebody who recently did a talk at um, Sheffield DM. He's called James Marriott and he is a podcast strategist. So I felt like that was relevant to the podcast as well you know gay podcasting Like link there but your seo brain there yes he did a really great talk on sort of how to um adapt like an audio strategy into your marketing plans and i know it's very industry related um but it was just delivered so well and i think uh, so. this is somebody who obviously works as a podcast strategist but also like offers help quite freely and chats to people quite freely about how to sort of um Level up their marketing, and I think that's a really great thing to do. um He's also part of the community, so I thought it was nice to sort of just give him a shout out. It's really super nice. I chatted with him briefly and gave him some good feedback, and China. he was just very. Are you all right there? What are you thinking? <laughs> what are you singing? I was singing the Shine a Light, the Shine a Light song. <laughs> shine a light there we go. Light. No, so right. So when I do a game made up with a week jingle, you can do that for the light.
0: Yes. I think we our listeners would plummet. No, I don't think <laughs> this is a good strategy, is it? It's not a good podcast strategy. You'll we'll have
1: to let us know. Allow we'll people oh, to right. let us
0: know. Jess. Yeah. Um that sadly brings us to the end of my wine and the end of this week's wine cast. Yay! Winecast. <laughs> wine cast. Uh, so thank you very much
1: sorry (laughs) you looked at me so what did you just say I said why are we both so easily pleased
0: well speak for yourself (laughs) anyway I (laughs) (laughs) come on
1: Jess (laughs) concentrate
0: this is the last the last bit right so thank you very much for tuning in um please do rate and subscribe uh yes so subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already because then you'll help with our numbers and um you'll get notifications when a new podcast is ready um yeah Uh, give us a review because that would make us smile and let me and know Jess if we're doing a good job or not (laughs) um If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to come on the show,
1: because we will be
0: having guests
1: guests in the future. Come on in and tell us about your gay story. Yes.
0: Um, Or if you want to suggest a topic, if you want a gay made up word of the week, if there's someone in the community that you think we should shine at, Jess's big gay light on, (laughs) then (laughs) you can do that in a couple of ways. Um, should I ask
1: you what our email address is, Jess? Ooh, no. <laughs> it's the Lipsticks Podcast at gmail.com? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken me like 10 weeks, but I got there. <laughs> and
0: then we are on Twitter and Instagram. So search for the Lipsticks Podcast on Twitter and you'll come up. What's our handle,
1: Jess? Um, it's at the Lipsticks Pod. there were too many characters (laughs) (laughs) oh wonderful Uh, so
0: yes right I think we need to say goodbye (laughs) (laughs) catchphrase see you next Tuesday guys
1: yay goodbye everyone (laughs) I'm just like waving bye